0: Welcome to Astronomica, the podcast where we receive and enjoy and talk about the gifts you send us. We have one today from my good friend, Justin Ivanzik. Woo-hoo. It's called Doublewood. <gasps> no, it's the Balvini Doublewood. It's, well, it's no. Balvini Double Dick, Two Dicks. Yeah, I
1: was going to say, in this group, it's definitely the Double Wood, <laughs> The really?
0: Eiffel Balvini. Tower of Scotches.
2: Did you see that, was that my nickname motherfucker? In high school.
0: He had like...
2: <laughs> Like, <laughs> like
0: 30 goddamn dicks <laughs>
3: Yay You saved children Justin would love that joke The British uh, children
0: I stole Yeah <laughs> That's why he would love it He, he would know the source Alright Which is Brad Neely by the way For any of you Uncultured swine Is this Gift to find Scotch whiskey An anniversary present? It is It's for our one year anniversary
1: Thank you I'll You know somebody. the way To our livers
0: I had a crown come out Uh oh Last night Oh dear Post and all mm. Damn Oh whoa. Um So, I have a little bit of a lisp, and you'll notice it, I think, probably a few episodes from now. (laughs) And now it's dead air until we get some fucking scotch. (laughs) That
4: That is great. Thank you, you, Justin. Justin. That is a very thoughtful gift. I have enjoyed this fine tipple many a time. and it is uh, Thank you. It's
2: up there. One of the things that I love the most about not being in the service industry anymore is not having to, like fudge pretentious details about whiskeys oh yeah i mean like i knew a lot about them but then i would just not give a shit anymore and be like yeah it tastes like like, like subtle notes of chocolate and coffee i'm like it just tastes like fucking whiskey
0: man oh. for the toast i My suggest whiskey. 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 whiskey Oh
1: no! thanks justin yes thank you very tasty
0: mm, very good
1: I have to say, really, really beats the old tub that we were drinking last mm. week,
5: which is just mm-hmm. still hanging out. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. So, here's the question: favorite location, preferably from a video game, but if, if you know any fictional location, the smaller the better. So, the Normandy is an acceptable answer. The captain's quarters of the Normandy is a, is an excellent answer. Okay, okay.
1: Huh. okay.
3: Oh,
0: I, I didn't ooh, know we could rate people's answers. This. Um, uh, mine is going to be. The town of Balmora in Morrowind. Okay. Mm-hmm. Walking alongside Pretty the little cool. canal there always takes me back. Sometimes I install Morrowind just to go to Balmora <laughs> and feel at home for once. If you ever go back to your hometown and it sucks, you can always install Morrowind and
1: do Balmora's. Balmora is always there.
4: Hmm. Half Life. Uh, The first time you actually get outside of the complex, there's a section where you're like walking along the canyon walls of Black Mesa and uh it's i mean at the time it was this sweeping beautiful expansive vista i'm sure it it does not hold up well to younger eyes um but like it was such this intense like claustrophobic experience to that point and then it's just this beautiful um stark reminder that there is a world that you're trying to get to it was perfectly placed i love it
0: yeah they're always so good valve is that uh Holding something back. Holding back a capability they have and not showing it right away.
1: Mine is a particular house setting in Skyrim. Mm -hmm. And I am looking up the name of it because I'm terrible at names for things. But it is the one that is in the frozen. Windhelm? No, it's not Windhelm. It's the one that's in the frozen marsh that's way up north. Is that Windhelm? Um, no. The
0: Frozen Marsh, that's Morthal.
1: Morthal. So that one is my favorite. Mm-hmm. That one is like...
0: Or Sorry, Morthal's the town. I don't know the name of that. house. The,
1: I don't know that the house has a name, mm-hmm. but it's the place that you can get just outside of Morthal. I love Morthal in general as a town. I love the little story that you have there.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: It feels exactly like what it is. Like, it feels just big enough that it does have sort of a county seat, but mm-hmm. it also feels like, yeah, this is obviously where, like, the crazy person who is in charge leads. It's in the middle of nowhere. There's just something about the frozen marsh. and
0: The Jarl's a woman, so we say hysterical person.
1: Oh, well, but, of course. With a younger husband. Yeah. There's just, I mean, everyone should want to move to Yes, yeah. They have a vampire problem, but other than that, it's fine. You take care of that really early. It's great. And is it, it gets, a problem?
4: <laughs> it gets so-called the marsh freezes. Yes. So. That's a no for me. Like,
1: like, there's something about it, and I think part of it for me is that this is a landscape that in real life would 100% be the most miserable thing I can imagine. Like, mm-hmm. this is the swamps of sorrow type bullshit. But one of the things I think Skyrim does such a great job of is that you're in these landscapes where there's an absolute beauty to a frozen landscape. But it's, I, I like the cold. It's fucking brutal.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Every time I play Skyrim, I get this sense of, like everything that I love about winter and the cold and I can enjoy the sort of perfect stillness and beauty of it especially in that frozen swamp and I can have 75 degrees and Mm a hot toddy and you know what I mean like
0: your cozy little hearth yes
1: it's just perfection it's the first like I derail every single playthrough I derail to go build the house in the marsh Mm -hmm. and then I lose interest shortly after I finished it (laughs) i just want to hang out there forever
0: yeah well i don't know how many people know this how many listeners know this but your eternal fantasy is to be a marsh witch
1: right? i mean it's up there that's yeah. definitely if i could be a marsh witch, that's your rut as a player is marsh witch yeah if i could have like a single door in my house that opened up into like a busy city mm-hmm. that anytime i felt like going i could go experience that for like four hours mm-hmm. that would be
4: can i suggest a perfection. compromise Build your marsh hut on chicken legs that can take you anywhere in the world. <laughs> no.
1: mm. that's the goal. That's now the goal. you're talking. That's
5: what I'm doing with my parents' house. Get which a cup of sheep
4: that go bah,
1: bah. I mean, I could see
5: that. <laughs> uh, mine. At First, I was going to say Lawn Lawn Ranch. That sounded basic, though. What's that? Lawn Lawn Ranch.
2: Ocarina of Tongue. Oh, oh. No, right, right,
5: right. Actually, the place where I spent forever. Uh, I've mentioned the game before: Mario RPGs, Legend of the Seven Stars. It's Great Guys Casino. Which mm. is a hidden level, which is not necessary to complete the game. And that was like the last game I played, really, that you couldn't get secrets on the internet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or you could, probably could have, but I found it on my own. And like the achievement
6: that always feels really good getting
5: there. Like mm. the joy I still feel like when I play through and I'm like, yeah, I got it again. <laughs> like, and you just gamble. It's silly and it's like a character and you got to complete a bunch of side missions. But, and I would sit and I would play forever. Nice. Nice. That's a uh, good question. It's difficult. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah I,
2: was, I was thinking about it, and like, there's so many notable and interesting locations, but I've narrowed it down to two, which are the best two that I can remember that just like stuck with me. One is Camarocho, uh, which is the fictional shinjuku neighborhood from the yakuza series Mm -hmm. it's like the whole game except for the newest one there were a couple of like derivations where you went to a different city but like the main block of the story is set in this uh tokyo neighborhood that's very much like neon skyscrapers and like pachinko parlors and bars and stuff because obviously you're in the yakuza it's really neat it's a really like fun actualized what feels like a living neighborhood and the other one was the um The big-ass lake in the newest God of War where, like, Jormungandr's, like, Mm. hanging over your head I always found cool and terrifying. And, like, at certain points you can look out into the horizon and just, like, see, like, Yggdrasil and everything's just massive and you're so tiny. And it's just, like, a really... Honestly, that whole game is fucking gorgeous. It's so pretty. yeah. yeah.
1: And it's such a cool story, too.
2: Yeah. I'm excited. I don't have a PS5, but I am excited for when the next one comes out.
1: It'll trickle down. Yeah.
2: <laughs> or trickle up, because I got a PC motherfucker.
1: Yeah.
6: I guess that, comparatively late in life, I've become a CD Projekt Red, just gross fanboy, because uh, both my answers are from their properties. The Skelliga Islands, I know we're supposed to be very more focused than this, but I don't know the exact name of the place it's just a freaking mountaintop with like a little bit of a ruin on it and i mean you're in a video game and you'll just stop to admire the view is that the witcher so yeah that's witcher 3 mm-hmm.
2: and Tucson I'd, did that for me
6: yeah for sure. tucson was magical and the other one is uh, uh this is just basically kind of an observation the dive bar scene in cyberpunk 2077 is on point point as differentiated from clubs which i hate in real life but like (laughs) the fucking dive bars in cyberpunk are really great like there's this one just sort of like on the outskirts of town that is like on the second floor of a fucked up motel and it's got kind of a country and western vibe which is cool and then there's the the one you start in the coyote i mean these are places i would drink and someone would Um. probably kill me did you did you
2: do the mission with carrie where you got to like play the set with samurai in a dive bar yes it's like the secret reunion show mm-hmm. that that one in particular was really
3: cool that it, was good. it felt
2: like every bar that i've seen like a shitty metal band play in in most of my life yeah, yeah. very right in many places i say shitty metal band with like the uh, most love and respect yeah. Just by <laughs> the know? way it's like a category it's not an insult
1: i mean that's mm-hmm. like calling something a dive bar It's It's a category, mm -hmm. not an
2: insult.
1: Speaking of dive bar beer, here's the dive bar beer of of, uh, Mm -hmm. recaps.
2: Last week on Astronomica. Man, what a shitty episode. I wasn't in until like the last 10 minutes. (laughs) I mean, that's not fair. Honestly, it was a pretty good... Although, we did waste half the episode talking about the times that our pilots almost died. Which, (laughs) most of it was from our own hubris and... You know, feign-glorious stupidity. But, you know, c'est la vie. Anyways, the B-team decided to hang out in the Silver City and explore the (laughs) mysteries. Mackie finally figured out what was going on behind his door, um, and he added to our menagerie of goons, which, honestly, at this point, we've got Ren's the dead one. Uh, We got Shank, Wang, Squaitle, and is it, like, Bashy, maybe, and... We got three no bots. Honestly, I'm really surprised that no more of our goons are dead at this point. We lost one, and it's been like 40 episodes. It's quite remarkable. Anyway, br- Briliana, not really a goon, just like a tag along. <laughs> <Yeah. clears throat> we we
6: also have a cat, but again, I don't know if that qualifies as a goon. And we
4: are the cat's mm-hmm. goons.
6: <laughs> uh, that's that's probably correct. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
2: Anyway, I'm gonna keep telling you about what happened last week. So, Maggie explored the room, got some data and some robots, and uh, we made a couple of phone calls, which was pretty interesting. We learned that uh, the Grace had been a Snoopy, and our <laughs> Snooper was uh, none other than some sort of foxy lady that I'm going to have to seek out later. <laughs> uh, outside of that, Hildi became, I would say, you know, sort of concerned about her imminent gunification. And decided to have a little bit of a jet with Grace, who is very pure about our AI space cowboy. <laughs> <laughs> These things happen, you know. Sometimes the Grace decides to get a little uh booskoom boogie. So a <laughs> little
3: good for, good for
2: her is all I'm saying, you know. But anyway, uh that about sums it up. I uh Went in space to make a quick phone call Like some sort of uh, eccentric billionaire <laughs> And um <laughs> I'm more or less wrapped it up You know so uh Let's see what all of that uh Kind of shakes out for the future You know while I'm already up here You want to talk to Mackie
4: at all? Yes of course I always want to talk to Mackie Cool I do uh,
3: Beep 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 beep, beep
4: <laughs> And then um Y'all get phone calls. Awesome. Hello? Mackie, how are you doing? What have
5: you learned? What well, yeah. was the neat.
2: Sorry. The hostess ended the Zoom meeting.
5: <laughs> <laughs> so I was thinking it was the noise when you used to make a three way call. <clears throat> boop, boop,
0: boop. <laughs> Speaking of three ways, um, Grace, you do notice that Mackie has unfamiliar robots with him.
3: <laughs> oh.
6: Ash to that. So, uh, these janitor robots, I have some questions for you, Star Daddy. Okay. Are they like humanoid? Do they have hands? They are. They're
0: short for humans, and they don't have heads, but they do have uh, arms and legs.
6: Could one, potentially, with the correct software upgrades, put a gun in those hands, and then have them shoot things at their behest? Wouldn't even need a software upgrade,
0: but, uh... Really? They would not be good at it, and... If they were put into a situation where they had to use their janitor brains to Mm -hmm. deal with a battlefield situation, there's a chance they could uh, go haywire. I see.
1: But they could still look impressive. Huh. Okay. Like, we could still use them as, like,
5: a cardboard cutout with a gun type situation. But Hmm. what if you told them it was glass cleaner and this was a spray (laughs) bottle?
6: (laughs) That seems like a very... good workaround for the situation now this Thank is a you. burst
2: fire pressure
0: washer
3: <laughs> <laughs> All right. these men yeah. have
2: very dirty uniforms
4: <laughs> um, the water comes in clips
5: so <laughs> they're so dirty
4: <laughs> the insides of their skulls are coated in organic matter <laughs> is this a video call i mean
6: it doesn't can have can to be, be but by be. default yes okay cool so you know yeah. it's
0: kind of you look kind of like iron man it's from the inside of your helmet
6: the other thing that you notice, other than the like the robots milling around, is Mackie has like a big box with a crank on it, and he's just cranking. He's just fucking cranking like crazy. Like, Mackie, have you time. been
4: cranking it like crazy this entire time?
6: Listen, I've only recently begun to crank it like crazy. We met a friend down here, really great guy. You're going to like him. He's a complete <laughs> asshole. Um, but he's principled about it. You know what I mean? You haven't <laughs> known anybody like that? As long as he is not a hypocrite. I don't think he is. I think he's legit. He's a legit asshole with legit beliefs. Anyway, we kind of used up most of his helicopter batteries, so I'm kind of trying to amend that.
4: Crank, 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 crank. Why do you not repurpose one of the other bots that are milling around behind you to crank the crank? I'm thinking about using them for some sort of like murderous
6: purpose. Um, I-, I can crank. I've-, I've literally got nothing better to do than crank, so I'm just going to crank
4: until the battery's back where it needs to be. Reminds Repurposing you the- them to a murderous purpose... Mackie, I have never been more proud of you. Listen, (laughs) I learned from the best. And I mean that. The
6: best. All right? Anton. Yo. How are the mongos? I have not got there yet. Oh, sorry. Oh, uh,
2: hey, um, you remember
1: Sergei? (laughs) Yeah, the guy who knows the future. Yeah, he's in the car. He objectively does not. Uh, What? Why why is he in the car with you? That is an excellent question. Hello, Mr.
5: Anton.
2: Hello, Hildy. I'm I'm turning into a goonie. You look positively radiant.
5: Yeah, it's great. I'm
2: sorry, fun. irradiated.
5: <laughs> on, y'all, talking to Anton, Tony, Tony. Can you hear me, Nikki? Come here, come here.
6: Get right by the crank, don't you and try. you'll be in the frame.
5: In here, where on the right,
6: top right by the crank? The perfect, perfect. Hey, look, Anton. Big Nikki started having fun, just like I knew they would. Hey, <laughs> Nick. Does that mean that you don't need me to
2: talk to the mongos about the thing anymore?
6: Uh, No, no, we kind of found out. Oh, by the way, Big Nicky, they might be the lost grand poobah of everything. And they're perfectly comfortable with that. Is that that true?
5: What? What are you talking about? Listen. Hey, 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 Anton. I got Sultan here. I taught him to do the Top Gun high five.
2: Man, that's pretty cool.
5: And we got a picture of this ugly dude. He's real funny. His face is stupid. (laughs) 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 <laughs> Do you hoist the the picture up? You've just got it around. I show it to the, in the wrong way, like just the top of the forehead shows.
2: I mean, that's that's an ugly
3: dude.
5: And so has got a jacket on. Look, turn me, jacket. You um. see none of it. <laughs> you just hear about it like a child explaining oh, how just,
2: kindergarten um, went. Hey, Nikki. Well, well, I've got you here. Whatever, well, any kind of like off station security or any kind of. You know, muscle that the sultan brings in from time to time. Hang out on the station.
5: I mean, sometimes we have to we have to do a little extra when we feed everybody.
2: Mm. You think that lines up with what's happening right now?
5: We're like parties and stuff. Are mm-hmm. we having a party today?
2: I don't know yet. I just heard that there's a couple of tough guys hanging out on the ship, which Wait. may or may not be a good thing. Where'd you hear that from? From Sergey. Well, that's why he came all this way across like untold vastness of space and time to come tell me that like, hey, there's some dudes that apparently want
4: to kill me on the on the flooded palace. Oh no, are there ghosts and bad humors
2: and vapors as well? I mean, probably because I know that you're always of bad humor.
1: Hold on, Grace, Mister Anton, when you say that uh, Sergei told you so there was some group who was going to kill you. Did he give you specifics about this group?
2: Uh, they looked like punk bands, pink-haired lady, big guns. Really, not ringing any bells um, for me.
1: Um, didn't you date a pink-haired lady with big guns?
2: Yeah, and oh, my, and my
0: mother had pink hair, and my grandmother had pink hair. What about it?
2: <laughs> I mean, that's a pretty Aegean thing, honestly. But I didn't even think about that.
1: I'm- just saying, you hey, know, uh, is did you date twins or something? Because I thought we. I killed.
4: mean, not Bridget didn't have a twin.
5: <laughs> <laughs> I did not date twins. Can I the answer it? that
4: to that question depends upon your definition of the word date.
5: <laughs> Can I ask an out of character Wait, Are are question? clones <laughs> twins? <laughs> yes, okay. uh, those would be identical. Uh, really depends. Would Nikki kind of have still well, yeah? a communication because they're going to worry about the bakery, and would. It, possibly be able to ask if there was, you know, a big order coming through.
2: I mean I can patch <clears> you as far you through as supplies if, if you'd like.
5: Would that be an Amazon patching through? Yep. Just to check in?
2: Not in this call
0: exactly. You'd have to um, contact the station.
2: Well could I get Grace to sort of mask my personal signal and get it sent through like as a just like regular radio call from Nikki? Sure. I'd like to not make my presence super known.
0: Cool. Everybody be quiet. Don't let them know that
5: it's Do you, a all We'll
0: right, be quiet. But Do
5: you I, have Maggie, a name that you would like to use I, I, as far as, like, to speak to the assistant manager of the bakery?
0: Uh, I can roll one, or if you have one in mind.
5: Well, just if you had a listener or a Patreon thing, I wanted to use that. Not right
0: now. The last one got used. I
2: in, think uh, that the, the assistant report. head baker should be Ricky.
5: Ricky? I was going with Jimmy, but I think I like Ricky better. Ricky feels better. As the assistant to the assistant Just calling into work So that call happens Does anything need to to go on To lead into that call?
0: Um, no You call And, uh, somebody picks up and says Hello, it's Ricky
5: Hi, Ricky It's Big Nicky on the phone Big Nicky Hey, hey, listen I know you guys are struggling without me there Sam was late Sick Sa- oh, Well, you know Sam's got that sleep apnea You gotta go check on him Go go checking them. Listen, Ricky, y'all doing all right without me?
0: Um, I mean, we're holding it together.
5: Good, good. Listen, y'all have any big orders come through? Is I mean, I know the Sultan's having his weekly parties.
0: Big orders, no.
5: Like any extras? Because I got some extras I can bring back up to you. Do you need me to come in
0: from hmm? from the ground?
5: Yeah, you'd be surprised about a lot of things. You ever done the Top Gun high five?
0: I don't know what that is. I'll show
5: you.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
5: it's like thumb I don't thumb think I orb. could learn. It's like thumb war, but a windmill.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
5: so y'all don't have any extra orders coming through? Any visitors? I mean, um, I'll come in and, 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 you know, do those special orange ones, y'all, like. No? No? Okay. Well, I was just checking in. I mean, I'll be in a little while. I still got 173 days of PTO. <laughs> Built up. I mean, I won't use them all, but I promise I'll be in as soon as we can be.
0: All right, well, Say hi to everybody.
5: <laughs> Y'all, Ricky says hi. Uh,
6: Ricky, you son of a gun.
5: <laughs> it's like,
2: <laughs> it's like <laughs> click, and then the camera pans to Bridget Sakamoto <laughs> with a shotgun
3: to <laughs> Ricky's head. All right,
2: Y'all, they ain't
5: making no nuke. Usually, for every dozen people that comes in, that's another dozen or two of morning pastries. I don't think they got any visitors.
6: The continental breakfast is indeed an excellent gauge of the uh, population of such a enclosed uh, social structure as the flooded palace. Oh, hey, hold on a minute.
2: I got somebody to call, and I want to call my shady friend, mm. um, who had a shady name. What was his shady name?
4: Oh, he was he was seven out of
2: that. ten shady.
0: Yes, yes, yeah, and unfortunately, it's on the record. Yeah, <laughs> which means we can't. You can't fudge that name Just
1: say you know his nickname
0: You call him up and he's
4: like I had to change my alias <laughs> My new name is you Alias
5: <laughs> no, It was getting no, too hot No, no, no Anton to? has like a buddy nickname for him That's like Flick or Hot Dog or something
4: <laughs> Morty, am I crazy?
5: I have no memory of what his name is To be honest it's okay. My
4: new name's Alias 63 Larry? But you can call me Jordan <laughs> right. nice. It doesn't nice. matter <laughs> Larry? I'm going
2: to call him and do the whole, like, hey, bud.
5: <laughs> it's also on character to just, like, "Oh, uh, friend. Oh, hell no. What up now?
0: Oh, hey, Anton. Oh, hey, man. How's it going? <laughs> Pretty good. Uh, hey, um, I
2: had a, a quick question, if you got a minute, for you. <laughs> uh, man, When are uh, you going to get back up here and do some shady shit with me? <laughs> <laughs> well,
4: <laughs> but only 70%. <laughs>
2: Well, hopefully soon, you know, but uh, actually that's part of the reason why I'm calling because apparently there's uh, maybe some trouble waiting on me up there. And I was wondering if you had heard anything about, um, you know, some new muscle, anybody showing up on the station. All this is about you? All this?
0: What do you mean by that? They impounded a ship in the hangar and uh, there's some off-worlders here talking about uh, chasing down some kind of bounty. They didn't impound our ship, the grace, did they? A different ship? Uh, I don't know which ship was yours. It's the But so they say it's the terrorists that blew up Apogee Station and
2: Oh yeah, I don't know anything about that. <laughs> <laughs> well shit. Uh well, bounty hunters don't sound good, but um I mean Yeah, they're about to take
0: a plasma cutter to that ship.
2: I don't want to warn them against that because obvious reasons, <laughs> but that is a very bad idea. Just well, I mean if you if anyone that you like is in that group that's going to do that just tell them to like call out sick that day.
0: Okay, we'll do. <laughs> Thanks for the tip. Yeah, no, I really
2: appreciate you giving me a heads up. I think we may be back sooner than anticipated, so maybe we'll play some cards in an alley or something sometime soon.
0: Hell yeah. Do so you like, want me to tell them anything or No, I'd appreciate it if you didn't. You want me to go tell them, "Hey, I hadn't heard from them." <laughs> Honestly, yeah, I mean, that sounds great. (laughs) All right, cool. Thanks, man. I'll I'll talk to you later. Click.
4: (laughs) That was surprisingly well. Anton, can we review your statecraft lessons? (laughs) I thought that that went great, so I don't Uh, know. I mean,
2: if you can give me notes, they would just be like, keep doing what you did, because that was awesome.
4: Yes. uh, When you are trying to maintain a low profile, telling a covert asset to go to the hostile forces and say... Don't worry, nothing bad is going to happen is not necessarily the most helpful suggestion. I Throw understand. him off the trail. Well, look, a surprise
6: uh, attack. Before we proceed, uh, Admiral Grace, I would like to address your general uh, aura of truculent naysaying. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Mackie, I am all ears and attentive, as always. So you still don't believe in the pre-cognitive powers of one Sir J. Wright? Correct. Would you care to calculate for me to the best of your ability, which I know is of the highest order, the odds of being thrown off a ship into the void of space and then turning up the same place as the guy that threw you into space three months later. Well, since that has just happened, one. (laughs) (laughs) All right, fair enough. Anton, this seems pretty fucking real. Do you want us to do anything about it? Mm. Look, if you're going up there, I don't want you going up there by yourself.
4: I'm sorry, did someone say something
6: about a plasma
2: torch? Oh, yeah, that's, um, I mean, I'm sure you'll know when it happens, Grace, but, uh,
4: yeah, apparently they're about to start trying to cut into you. Thank you very much for the advance warning. (laughs) I mean, you know. Now you you think about it,
0: somebody was knocking earlier.
5: (laughs) Even though you did appear to be rocking.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The sign was very
4: explicit.
2: (laughs) Um, you reckon it would be... A pretty far cry for me to maybe talk Ramirez into coming and scooping you guys up so he can return to the station all as one, yeah?
1: I don't think it's the worst idea you've ever had. I I think we have made quite a bit of progress here, but um, something tells me that there's not really much more we can do.
2: Ooh. Ooh! Ooh!
1: I might be very good at convincing Mr. Ramirez to uh, do us a solid, as they say.
2: I actually haven't thought about this. I'm up in the air, so I can ping you to call him. Absolutely. And if one of y'all could be grievously injured and in need of immediate medevac, he could come scoop you up, get Abs- the gas on the way.
1: Yes. Do and the whole thing. It does seem that the Sultan has enjoyed our presence in the past, at least yours. I hey, think you
2: know the Sultan. You, you should you know, talk. Yeah, go for it. And Say you know, like Nikki should, got shot yeah. in the leg or something, and then you need Ramirez to come get the gas. And get y'all, and then I'll go patch things over with the mongos. Okay. Bing, bam, boom. Done. So,
1: in this scenario, is Ramirez coming to get us, and then we're all going up together, or are you still coming later after you talk to the mongo?
2: Uh, I feel like that's important. I was going to get him to go get y'all, and then we should all kind of get back to the palace at around the same time.
1: Excellent. Um, yes, please patch me through. beep, beep,
2: beep, 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 beep. Everyone's number is a different, like, <laughs> polytonal <laughs> string
0: of sounds.
3: <clears throat>
0: That's how Ramirez answers to
1: Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Mr. Ramirez, we have an emergency. You are summoned here by your oath to the sultan, which I assume you have. You know, at least the, you're getting paid by the sultan. Whatever. Yeah.
0: What's, what's the problem?
1: Ah, uh, yes. The problem is that we are in need of rescue. We have ended up in the middle of this... Ugh, desert and hildy like really puts on the disdain and uh, mr Mackey is looking a little bit worse the wear. and i'm sure you understand that um if the illustrious leader of our organization were to have any true harm come to him that the sultan would hear about it and she is going to try to do yeah full <laughs> rank or whatever uh, I'm i I'm trying send
2: to- you a, a text message that yeah. says if he's not buying it you can just tell him that he got shot
0: <laughs> You've got a skill you want to use.
1: I have. Let's see. I got choices. I'm gonna go with authority if I can. Okay. Once per day, request from a non-hostile uh, NPC to basically do what I tell them. Mm-hmm. I roll charisma lead against their morale, and if I beat them, they do what I want. Okay. Awesome. Okay. My I'm lead to beat an eight is two, and my charisma is one. So, hold on, Maggie. Can, uh, yeah, right, can Grace Nick? offer
4: uh, an assist on this? Uh, can you do a, you a good, like,
2: like whale, like a Wilhelm scream in the background?
1: <laughs> I do not need the assist. I have a ten oh. total. Okay. With all the bonuses worked out.
0: Okay. he's all right, I'm on my way. And then as he's hanging up, he's like, shim, my fucking boss. <laughs> Excuse
1: me, before you hang up, do you need our coordinates?
0: Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes, and she'll
1: give him the coordinates, and she will also slip in there that basically he's picking up... Let's see. I want to try and take Bashi and one or two of the mongos with us. Like, the maybe one of the mongos, the guard mongo that I've been talking
0: the to. The no, Goonie.
1: Go, sorry, Goonie. Yes. Mm-hmm. One day they'll be. Count Sultan, right? When group is... Oh, I didn't count
5: Sultan, but I just assumed Big Nikki would just like... What? That's a dog. Smuggle under their robes. Yeah. Like, no one notices. Eight yeah. foot dog Suddenly. with
4: opposable thumbs.
5: <laughs> like, Quasimodo, you know, yeah. like, <laughs> limping... <laughs> I'm bloated, y'all. I'm so Big,
1: bloated on my back. Just Big Nicky riding on him since it, since Sultan is quadrupedal. Big Nicky riding on him and, like, from the robes. <laughs> it's like this weird centaur. <laughs> Big Nicky is the human part. But, yeah, my plan is to try and get a couple of them to come with us as well.
2: I'm going to go ahead and ping. Like, I'm going to drop, like, an Apple Maps pin on where the uh, gas tanker is mm-hmm. and... With the cover of If Ramirez Asks, just tell him that I had to get the wagon and Briliana back to the, the folks, and since he's already in the air, it'd be easier to pick the gas
4: up. Awesome. Before everyone gets off comms, can I A B test something with you? Better see yourself out. Which would deter you more from knocking on the hull of a ship? If the ship is a rutting, don't come oxyacetylene torch cutting. <laughs> or if the ship is a prancing, don't come thermal lancing. The first um, one, definitely. Hey, I, I like to...
6: I think you know,
1: that both are excellent, that, uh, but I would add a super compressed gas of hydrochloric acid that could uh, spray directly into the face of anyone who is looking at the message. I have already
4: taken the liberty of flooding all of the crew-inhabitable corridors with such a gas.
5: Hey, do you ever think excellent. about a sign that just says, Go get"?
4: I will add that to the heuristic... <laughs> When uh, Grace is a fucking, go on get. <laughs> go on get.
5: Don't forget that... Uh, just like <laughs> my mom used to do. It's
1: canon that you do have little servo bots that are like little mm-hmm. running around things. So, you know.
5: I like the idea they're just putting up a light show. with. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the ship is full of uh, toxic gas now, so they're, they're in the fog machine with their lasers.
1: But yeah, so in the meantime, while we're waiting for... Ramirez, because mm-hmm. Romero is the Sultan. Yep. Yes, to come get us. Yeah, I'm gonna go and try and convince the guard to come with us.
0: Okay, you're uh, headed that way real quick. Anton, what are you doing now? So we're off the the big like
2: conference call with everyone. We sort of like settled <clears> on the plan <throat> and stuff. But I would like to open like a direct line to Mackie.
0: Okay, Mackie, ring ring. What's your ringtone for
2: Branton?
0: I
6: don't know.
2: It's it's something by War. It's like Low Rider or um, Cisco Kid. I really like that song.
0: Either Maybe one, the, oh, let's uh, Beverly hillbilly's theme song. We're <laughs> <Cool. laughs> Close enough.
4: The you know. thong song by Cisco. It is <laughs> <laughs> the thong song by Cisco. I don't hate that. Comes over
6: my heads up display, and uh, you know I fiddle with the you know knobs and grommets on the front of my flight suit until I managed to pull up the call.
2: Now, Mackie, I got something that uh, I need to tell you about. I'm feeling a little conflicted here. Well, lay it on me, Daddy-o. I will bestow upon you the benefit of my wisdom. Alright, so, yeah, I'm, I'm traveling with Brianna, and uh yeah, I'm seeing kind of the way that they're reacting about something, and I gotta be honest, like, are we doing something really stupid by putting these people in a position to you know, rebel, putting their lives in danger because we feel a certain way about this old. It's, you know, before it, we got here, I mean, obviously things aren't good, but if a lot of them get killed because we decided to storm a station because we feel outraged, that's, I mean, that's our choice, it's not theirs, and I don't think that that's particularly fair, you know? I mean, unless it's what they want, but I mean, I don't think
6: we should make those decisions. He thinks about it for a moment, and he's like, you know, you're not wrong. We are kind of, uh... Coming in from a whole other, uh, Star and deciding what's best for these people. Uh... Well... I did have kind of a couple of things that I was working over here, but... It was just really in the spirit of having fun. <laughs> so, uh... What do you propose? Well, okay, think about Glacier, right?
2: My place got nuked to shit. Yeah. Directly because of what we did. And I don't feel bad about that, honestly. I... I think that we did right there, but um, I don't think now that there was anything wrong with us just coming here, refitting, refueling, hanging out, and then going on. I mean, we've got a lot to worry about. We've got show after us. we got to figure out what's going on with all this. And, you know, I don't think
6: that what we're doing is wrong necessarily, but I also don't know that it's right. Well, I feel like we're in this situation where if we had someone with us who knew the future and could tell us that what we were gonna do was absolutely gonna work out for the best for these people down here on the surface then sure, why not? go ahead we don't have that so... (laughs) here's what I think and I am completely fine with being bound by whatever happens when you get back to the Mongos pull that Clifford guy aside and tell him hey listen We've got a thing that we could try and do if that's a thing that you think would be the best for your people. And, uh, yeah, if he said that he wasn't into it, I feel like we abort mission, you know? I don't think we've done any irrevocable harm here so far, so... Yeah, what do you think? Hey, that's, um...
2: Leaving the agency in their hands seems... Seems like the best move, I guess.
6: Yeah. I just... You know, we're starting to feel like one of those like movie tropes. You know, <laughs> space savior. Yeah, we go from system to system, and we get
2: mad, and we fight the power, and yeah, you know, we just someday that's gonna catch up, and you know, either us or a lot of other people are gonna get killed, and we're gonna fail, and uh, <laughs>
6: that sucks. I mean, uh, if you want to talk about things catching up with us, it sounds like things have already caught up with us. You know, one thing we need to understand is that we. uh get back up to that station, whether we go there with the intent of uh, deposing the Sultan and creating a new fucking world order or just getting our ship and fucking off, either way, there's gonna be violence up there. That is a foregone conclusion. Hmm. But, I mean, I can see being a little bit more comfortable just handling whoever's up there lying and wait for us than the Sultan and his entire guard and their existing power structure. So... It's not about not being into the fight. It's about, like, it's not our fight, unless we make it. That's legit. Well, maybe what we can do is, uh... You talk to the Mongos. I'll have a word with Bashy. I mean, he had a plan in place that didn't involve, like, deposing anybody or trying to conquer a Sky Station.
4: I mean, maybe we just live well enough alone. Alright, well... I'll figure this out. Wasn't Bashy's whole plan stealing gasoline so he could fuel his helicopter and attack the Sultan? I got the impression that was just kind of like something he was planning for. That was just like a daydream, you know? I I mean, that's the
6: impression I got, but, like, I don't know. I thought he was stealing gasoline to... Power a generator to power the water reclamation on the Silver City. Yeah, that's yeah. what I got too. Yeah. And the
1: the um, helicopter is really about. I thought that was just his personal transport.
0: He was going for a John Hinckley type thing.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, cool. All
0: right. Well, uh, I, you wanted to start a country band.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
6: uh, well, fuck, Mackie. I guess we'll just um we'll have to see how this shakes out. Well, um, hey, listen, you figure out what you're comfortable with over there on your end, and uh, like I said. We'll abide by it. I did have something I was angling towards that would have been kind of fun, but actually, now that you've given me pause to think about it, it, it probably isn't cool to impose a role on somebody that maybe they don't
2: want. Well, Godspeed, Grandpa. Let me go talk to our people. And Godspeed to you. Click.
3: <laughs> okay.
2: I am going to give everyone a fond farewell, blowing kisses at the camera at all, and then um, I'm going to return to the surface and let Squidle and Brilliana know what's going on, and uh, we're going to leave the gas tanker and then head straight back to the caravan.
0: Okay. Okay. In Deathwag with your fighter on the. Yes. Okay. Because I don't want
2: to like steal their car. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Okay. Just making sure you were grounded again. Okay. At the uh, at the Silver City, plans have changed. You're going to talk to the guard. Yes. Mm-hmm. Go ahead.
1: Yes. Yeah, so I will do the greeting thing. Mm-hmm. And then, in our picture language, I want to try and communicate to him that there's danger where we come from that we need to address, like danger to one of our crew members, essentially. And assisting us could help assist the Goonies in securing this location. So the whole – because we've, we've laid some groundwork of, like, Hildy acting as a bridge between the Goonies and the Mongos by communicating with them. And so she's trying to build off of that idea by saying, if you as an individual could come help us with this, that would help us show that you are intellectual beings that can be reasoned with instead of something to just be shot at. Okay. And that that can help in that effort to bridge the gap between them.
0: Okay, I'm going to need a talk check. Okay. Um, you can make a case if you want to call it for a weird skill or something, but...
1: um, I mean, I feel like Charisma is perfectly fine.
3: Because
1: mm-hmm. she is, at this point, it's it's mostly basing it off of the work that they've done. Yep. So I'm going to add two total to that. For a total of ten.
0: Okay. You detect that the Goonie is anxious, that um, when they encounter others, they mm-hmm. will not be as accepting as you have been. Mm -hmm. It seems concerned that you might be naive about what's going to happen. Okay. But it nevertheless agrees to help you.
1: She will show it examples from her past of times when she's gotten her way. So, like, she'll show it a flash of, like, when she first got onto the Grace and Mm -hmm. they were like, you've got to pay for passage on this (laughs) shitty ship. And she's like, you got to pay me. Hmm. Just to be reassuring, of like, no, no, like a I little clip of, no, I'm whatever. a bad bitch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, What's, don't what you songs playing
4: it? in the background of this, <laughs> of this uh, montage?
5: Um,
4: Doja Cats, I'm a bitch, I'm a boss.
5: Uh, I think we've already <laughs> wrote it. or the baddest bitch by Trina, which is
1: I, I'm just like, wow, I don't actually know that many good anthems.
4: Um, any ben Fleetwood Shapiro Mac- reading the lyrics to WIP. It's, uh, it's, yeah, I would no, say Gangsta Boo's verse in Knock
2: a Few Buck. It's, it's classic.
5: Also, mm. any Fleetwood Mac would really do it. The mm.
1: thing that sticks out in my head is the 90s song by an artist that I can't remember the name of, but everyone will know it. That's Meredith the, Brooks. I'm a bitch. Yeah. Yeah. Meredith Yes, Brooks. yes. <laughs> yes. <Yep>. classic. <laughs> she said 90s. That's the one.
0: I was thinking a Yolandi verse. Yeah. But yeah. anyway, <laughs> Meredith Brooks works.
1: But it's just basically like, yeah, man, I'm all things. Yeah. Shaka Khan? Maybe some Shaka Khan? Okay. Khan? I'm every woman. Shaka Khan. Yeah.
0: Yeah, all right. Uh, the Goonie, like, fucking digs it. Um, it expresses fear.
5: Can Big Nikki just go, something, you won't go up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Come he starts,
0: uh, he puts his hands on your shoulders and then, like, tries to climb you. Uh-uh. <laughs> he tries to like, like get cradled like Scooby-Doo after he gets scared
5: oh. I'll allow that because you can't get on my shoulders, baby That's where the glow baby is, okay? <laughs> so now a glow baby wrapped around like a ball python mm-hmm. <laughs> And my sweet angel, Sultan And definitely going to be like, going up to the mm. sky <laughs> I could fly so high <laughs> You will come a- up to the sky
4: only metaphorically In the sense that your soul will be released from your body
5: <laughs> Take a look It's in a, a Parody <laughs> <laughs> Even okay. I like LeVar Burton It's in the floating palace
0: <laughs> So the Goonie seems A little bit upset And concerned That one of the people from the flooded palace Is going to come to the Silver City and see it Mm. Mm. And he like indicates basically that yeah they can't defend themselves from people from the air
1: yeah ah and um, we gave general coordinates or we gave like very specific
0: I mean you gave your your coordinates where you were gotcha. picked up yeah. which I assume is
1: Ooh. if I thought about that before yeah I would have done it outside of there but um so she'll again convey understanding and um, yeah I'll go for it all the way because we've talked about our General plans mm-hmm. to not leave this space with the Sultan still in charge. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, she'll convey a uh, understanding of the concern and also images of their intent to turn the flooded palace over to the surface, basically. Like images of like Mongo's and Goonies both in harmony on the flooded palace and yeah. trying to convey, basically, like. Don't worry about it. This is part of the plan. doesn't matter if they see you, because, like, they're not going to survive. Like, they're not going to be able to use that information to take something over, because we're going to take them over, kind of yeah. thing.
0: He's, he responds, instead of a dark lord, we'll have a dark queen. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and she's just More like, the dawn.
5: <laughs> yes. <laughs> I propose it's just a video from a, uh, uh, if you want to be my baby, <laughs> Michael Jackson song. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, she just projects images of herself dressed up as Hella. (laughs)
4: Nice. Um, So Grace is monitoring her exterior uh, cameras for people approaching with, like, oxyacetylene torches and thermal lances and whatnot. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, there's basically, like, a pallet out by
4: her hangar
0: door Mm -hmm. or her cargo door. Yeah, there's a crew assembling, getting gear together for, like, a heavy-duty cutting job.
4: Is Grace uh, strapped down into the hangar?
0: Yes, Grace is effectively in a boot kind of locked down to the station in case of like an accidental discharge of the engine or something that would keep it. Does the boot extend
4: to the sand thrower?
0: No, I wouldn't, I wouldn't imagine so.
4: Okay, that swings around to uh, bring to bear on the people okay. from within the station.
0: Is it an intimidating move or are you quietly and <laughs> delicately drifting your sand thrower? Is it a
4: into or yeah.
0: a...
2: Can you spell out, gon' get, with the end of the sand thrower? (laughs) Uh,
4: However subtle it may have been previously, uh, when she opens the loud hailer uh, Mm -hmm. to address the other people in the cargo bay, I suggest, for the continued integrity of your external pellicles, that you do not attempt to breach the hull of this ship. Some of the people kind of look at each other confused. What's a pellicle? It means your skin, dumbass. If you try and poke a hole in me, I will poke many, many, many holes in you.
5: Does no be right chime I up just to you, That's my girl. Yeah. I just want one of them
1: to be like, you know, what Pelicle's That bird that like catches fish and holds it in its mouth. That is a pelican.
4: <laughs> no, that's when the cat. And I will cat's also cat's fucking put a hole in any pelican that shows up. <laughs> when you assholes try and poke a hole in me, is that like a pelicock
5: Like a it- jellicle cat?
4: All right. No, those don't have any buttholes. We don't allow them on board this ship. <laughs>
0: Okay, the so the the crew basically reacts with uh, shock and surprise. They jump back, they step like out of the path of the thing, but it's more of like a whoa, like somebody's somebody just turned while holding a gun and like didn't look where they were pointing it, you know. It's not like they think they're about to get shot. And one of them who looks like uh he's wearing kind of like the local uh station hangar workers garb, mm-hmm. kind of approaches the airlock looking for some kind of like panel or something and, and
4: asks who's in there? Me, the ship It's a weird name <laughs> My name is Grace all right, It's I'm... in big letters on the side Okay, and you're You don't want us to open you I am explicitly instructing you to step away from the ship And maintain a distance In the interest of your continued existence Okay
0: Will do
3: <laughs>
0: He starts stepping back and kind of like Gestures to the other people to back up They all do, they leave their tools Like laid out next to the
2: door Quick bookkeeping question how much is grace still in disrepair
0: so basically what's happened is uh in exchange for you guys doing this job you were getting all of your like maintenance caught up Mm -hmm. and so we weren't going to charge you for the six month maintenance cycle every part of grace is in brand new perfectly functioning order Mm -hmm. but it's the equivalent of like she's still up on the jack, you know. Okay, there might be some like bolts that might need to be tightened. <laughs> I don't know.
2: Put air in the tires. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Space tires.
0: Space tires. Yeah, they back off, and uh once they get a distance away, one of them hauls ass out of the hangar.
4: That's right. You'd better there. run, motherfucker. <laughs> and Nolan Ryan,
2: P. Junior is giving you a potty mouth.
5: Yeah. <laughs>
2: The others are all standing around slap
5: on the ass <laughs> That's right, baby You tell them <laughs> Shut up, baby I know <laughs> Shut up, baby I knew it
0: <laughs> <laughs> Baby and Mindy you, you want me to get out there?
5: <laughs> you want me to do something? Just, as a subroutine? <laughs> burn
0: burn me on a CD And throw me out there <laughs> Tell them to plug me Into their laptop
5: I'll fuck it up I'll fuck it up
4: <laughs> I just wish A motherfucker would <laughs> Pretty good McConaughey
0: (laughs) Yeah, Grace has made some
5: improvements (laughs) I mean, if I could update my boyfriend I think
4: (laughs) If I could update myself (laughs) I'd do two or
2: three
0: of those (laughs) You see, your ass is a flat (laughs) circuit. It's not the McConaughey people want to fuck, is it?
1: (laughs)
5: There's a here for everyone. I mean it's the There's
0: one no it's ac- the one I want to cut, <laughs> uh, yeah, obviously.
5: There's no accounting for taste, but <laughs> yeah.
4: which is
0: weird because I usually don't like cops,
4: but <laughs> mm-hmm. I do love cat girl high school girls.
5: The <laughs> cool thing about cat girl high school girls is they keep getting older, they keep shitting in a box.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so most of the hangar crew is kind of clumped up back far away from you, talking amongst themselves, watching the ship. Wearily. And like I say, the one of them like ran out of the room. Who do we want to cut to?
6: Colin uh, hadn't got to do anything. He's cranking. While he's cranking, he's going to keep yelling search terms at his data pad where we downloaded all the like station VI files. Mm-hmm. He wants to know about Captain Hugh Mongo McShane. He wants to know about him. Tell me more.
0: Okay. Uh, he was appointed captain of a colonization vessel. He worked for a company called Appleseed. Okay. That was uh, prior to the
6: collapse. Was he the overall captain of... I think that you indicated previously that all of the Aerostat stations were once one ship. Yeah. So was he the overall captain of all of them? Yes. What are the final log entries from the Silver City? Like, what caused the crash? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tell me more about that. The station
0: was attacked okay. um, by... Presumably another station. It all happened very fast. Okay. What data was recorded indicates similar armaments to what this station
6: had on. Anything in the records indicating what precipitated this attack?
0: There are not, but there are also files locked behind like the captain's access. I want
6: those files. So that's a Program program check. I have a one in program. Hey Hildy
1: Yes Mr. Mackey
6: Help me break a code Come here Absolutely. Do the little program thing you do
1: Alright she'll give him the assist Do that
6: big giant throbbing purple program thing you do
0: <laughs> The one that makes all the other programmers uncomfortable That one That's <laughs>
1: self-conscious uh, Yes Mr. Mackey I will indeed um, do that I got a total of 8 plus 3
6: Alright For cool. 11 So my total comes to 9 Nice Alright, we break through that motherfucker You do Alright, so, now that we're in there I want information I also want to know if there's some sort of like Master captain's command code That would be useful I mean, if this, ta- if this station was attacked fast Almost like a surprise attack Maybe it's because they were afraid That the captain would have A programming option You know, an electronic cyber warfare suite Something that like could exercise Control over the other stations I would like to know if something like that exists.
0: Okay. The captain's credentials should work on all systems. Oh.
6: Okay. Um, all systems on all stations? Yeah. I mean, that like, is access sweet. could be changed
0: at any point since, but. Doesn't seem like they'd bother. They killed the man.
6: Yeah. You know? Okay. Well, we'll find. Hey, so not man on wood. Going.
0: The conflict seems to have begun sometime shortly after contact with uh, Earth was lost. Mm. Okay. The captain's authority was no longer backed by any outside entity. They were never going to make contact with anybody off planet again, and the planet was only like a quarter of the way terraformed. Okay. And so there was apparently a lot of conflict that went down.
6: All right. So tell me more about this captain's access code. Like, how would we be able to use it?
0: Well, the Grace could easily print off a ID card matching the relevant specifications with the code in it for
6: you. Okay. Okay cool you have all of the details all right we'll make a note of that
1: and if there's some sort of an access panel or whatever we might be able to punch it in otherwise you know cool
6: or you know if we need some of the captain's dna we've got that
1: yeah from those bones we found
6: yeah from those bones (laughs) we found all right so he's got all this and he comes up to Bashy, Bashy. you've got a beautiful plan Thank you. Love it. It's a great plan. How would you feel about not doing that plan and instead coming up to the station with us and, like, just taking it over? And potentially, potentially, all the rest of the stations, too. And he shows him the captain's access code and, you know, relevant entries he found on the data from the station VI. And he's like, am I crazy or could this work?
0: Wish I'd known about this about a year ago. (laughs)
6: Hey, look, it was time well spent. If we hadn't found this, we'd definitely need your thing.
0: The helicopter will still be fun.
6: The helicopter will be fun. Okay. All right. You son of a bitch. (laughs) Very good. Hey, do you have extra guns? I don't know what good it's going to do, but I was thinking about shoving them into the hands of these janitor robots. Hmm. They don't have to be great guns or anything.
0: I have a few. There might be an armory uh, somewhere. There might be an armory. I mean, it's a big station i haven't gone all the way through it
6: okay how about what kind of check would it be to know where an armory might be based on mackie's previous acquaintanceship with this flooded palace i'd say
0: that's a no check uh let's call it a six
1: i mean presumably if you have all that data you just got there might be schematics or something or like a ship plan
6: yeah but his thumbs are real tired from typing on that screen so let's just see if he knows fair enough that's a six exactly
0: nice you're uh
6: racking your brain trying to figure
0: out all right where was the room that would have been an armory When uh, you're distracted And you're like, man, shut up, shut up But then you realize it's uh, one of the little janitor robots mm-hmm. Has wandered over to Big Nicky And is like, Captain, what room should we sweep?
5: <laughs> <laughs> hi, hi, hey, Nicky hey,
6: Big Nicky, tell him to sweep the armory
5: Sweep the, the arm?
6: The armory, Nicky The armory
5: uh, Okay, robot Sweep the armory Yay, purpose <laughs>
6: They go, Nikki, you up. are going to be a sultan that will go down in the annals of history as among the greatest.
5: No, I'm not a sultan. This fellow's a sultan, a pat, a sleepy sultan. I'm just the assistant to the assistant head biker. Sultan hey,
0: Nikki, sultan looks Nikki, at you, Mackie. Uh huh. And he fucking knows. He fucking knows that's right? There's an eye contact moment that is not. Is not.
6: It's It's among equals. Or, like. <laughs> Yes, it's among <laughs> equals. No, it's, it's, uh,
0: it's like if uh, somebody's kid was just straight up lying on you, and mm-hmm. the parent was believing them. Mm-hmm. Like and you'll they never be about gave fucking you that. Fucking, yeah, like they look over their mom's shoulder at you and lock
5: eyes. Like problem child. Exactly,
6: problem <laughs> child. Hey, Nikki, we used to play this game back on the ship where I grew up, and it was: if tomorrow you had a hundred million nutrient paste rations, <laughs> what would you do? It doesn't really apply here. Oh, walk with me. Talk with me. Let's We're following the robots to the armory. Yeah. So, Nikki, let me ask you a question that I think is equivalent to your uh, cultural milieu. All right. If you woke up it's so tomorrow.
5: Heavy. Oh, okay.
6: If you woke up tomorrow and you were the sultan, what would you do?
5: <laughs> I don't know. I don't like parties that much.
6: Well, you don't have to <laughs> party. That could be the first thing you could do. You say, no more parties. I mean, You're the sultan. You can do anything you want. What would you do?
5: Do I get a oven in the throne room?
6: Sure, if you want. You're the sultan.
5: <laughs> I think I'd make more of the blue ones. I like them better than the orange ones. The popovers.
6: Okay. I mean, that, that seems like a perfectly thing to do. Uh, but, you know, there's a lot of hours in the day. You can't spend all of them making blue ones. What else would you do?
5: I'd probably pray.
6: Okay, so that's probably... That's probably four hours tops there. How long's it day on Crucia Moors?
5: I mean, it's about 24, and then, then I'd make more pastries, because they'd be all gone. And then I'd pray again.
4: Okay, so... Mackie, um, if I may. Uh, what's up, Mr. Harper? Big Nicky, what would you do with the food that people produced in excess of the food that they needed to produce the food?
5: Oh, that one's tough. I mean, I'd eat all I could, because we don't like waste, but i give it to folks who ain't had it.
4: So you would redistribute the food to those most in need... Based on those who had a surplus
5: Oh yeah he, I don't like nobody being hungry
4: You know what she's
6: gonna do just fine
5: Barn
4: owl
6: <laughs> Barn owl barn
5: You keep talking about him dang owls
0: She goes This mf'er spitten
6: spitting <laughs> 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 Alright let's, let's don't belabor the point uh, Do we find anything cool in the armory?
0: Uh, yeah You Wait, do t-
6: Alright what do we find? Let's find out
2: together and say how disappointed i am you'll find a, a weird cache of you know
6: ancient Pre-check and weapons. interesting firearms and i'm not I there mean i for feel it. like all 3 of us know what anton's tasting guns runs to yeah we can pick up so i mean out. we'll be like that right there the chainsaw flamethrower combo that uh, like plays sticks is so <laughs> Anton. uh, I was going to say, Anton
5: likes his gun like he likes his women, even if they ain't women.
3: (laughs) (laughs)
2: That's a
4: fact, Jack. Y'all got any of them pre-tech crossbows? It's it's the chainsaw from the Jackal music video for I'm a Lumberjack.
0: Uh, Mackie, you've been standing in the open door of this uh, armory.
6: All right. He's waving his glow bug around, presumably, to see what is uh, available. So, uh... Are the little scrub bots, like, you know, scrubbing? Yep. Cool. Uh, They're sweeping the floor. All right. What have we got? Uh,
0: there are basically 20 lockers in a row. Okay. You
6: uh, approach one, I assume, and open it. And he reaches out to open it. And then he turns to one of the scrub bots. He's like, these aren't trapped, are they? No. Good, good. He opens it. That would be stupid. <laughs>
0: You uh, open the locker, revealing what looks like a breastplate of, uh, like, canvas green cloth, almost. It's okay. almost like a, a
6: vest you would just throw over what you're wearing. Okay. Um, On
0: it, it says, um, Colonial Peacekeeping Force.
6: Oh, right. Sure, that's very interesting. Uh, he There's takes all- it out, and he kind of, like, hefts it and runs his thumbs over it, trying to figure out, like, what uh, what does this do? Do a no check, maybe? Or, hmm. Maybe, like, a stab or a shoot check to know, like, what it's supposed to withstand. Okay. What do you think?
0: You tell me. Any of that sounds good to me.
6: Well, I think I'm going to go, I mean, if no is
4: permissible, I'm going to go with no. Uh, What does Hopper think? Well, that was what I was going to ask, since I've been sort of floating in a void, (laughs) uh, action-wise. Presumably, uh, Hopper would maybe have accompanied Mackie. Sure. Absolutely. Mackie, I have an idea. I will hold this in front of my face and you shoot it and see if it disembolishes my face.
6: (laughs) Look, I mean, this thing's been stuffed in a locker, being heated up and cooled down for a few hundred years.
4: Maybe let's do not do that. There's a better way. Um, A better way, I understand. Sultan, Sultan, here, boy, Sultan. (laughs) No, no. (laughs) Nikki would never forgive us. Here, he he takes (laughs) it. You're right. Nikki, Nikki. (laughs) Oh, (laughs)
3: no.
6: He's going to do a no check. Okay. And if it fails, then he's got an experiment in mind. Box cars. So uh, nice. that's a 13.
0: Okay. It, this is some kind of protective fabric. It is, um, it's is—it's very similar to cloth, but it can withstand quite a beating.
6: All right. Now, is there uh, any advantage? Ballistic energy, or is it just good for everything? It's just good for everything. Hey, it is um,
0: AC-15 and Encumbrance-1. AC-15, Encumbrance-1. Uh, we got a special name for this thing? Colonial Peacekeeping Armor.
5: It's a terrifying phrase, by the way. Yeah. Yeah.
0: The future is
2: scary.
6: You call it a CPA, but then it'll help you do your taxes. And that's Encumbrance-1,
4: AC-15. <laughs> yep. Underneath that, it's a all- democracy spreading force. Oh, dear. Yeah.
3: <laughs>
0: That was my favorite gag in Squid Game. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, We will not permit anyone to obstruct the democratic process. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear.
6: Um, all right. So we. Uh, he walks up to the next locker and he looks at the squid. Oh, bottom. sorry. So in the locker,
0: mm-hmm. there's the cloth that you just took out and examined. Okay. There is a small um, orb. It looks almost like a grenade, except it has a groove for your thumb. All right. And there is a little... Keyhole in the side of it. Hmm. There's also a baggie, um, okay. a foil baggie. Okay. That from touch has some kind of like bead inside it. Okay. Yeah, that's it for the lockers.
2: All right. So, uh, does his no check encompass
4: all of this or just the cloth? Just the cloth. Can, right. can Hopper do a uh, bio-scan on the baggie with the presumably pill inside of it? Sure. Okay.
1: Cyanide pill. I'm pulling for a cyanide <laughs> pill.
4: We need a deckered cane we can just bring our
2: items to so he can identify them for us and tell them, you know, what the magical properties mm-hmm. are. All
0: right. Well, that's Squirtle. Seven. It is uh, not biological material, but it is um, bioreactive.
4: So, yeah, that's that's a pill of some kind. That's some sort of medicine. Do not place that within any orifice or cavity.
6: <laughs> we'll give it to Anton. Anton likes everything. <laughs> likes it. Anton likes it.
1: <laughs> no. For real, my guess is either um, some kind of a stimulant or like a combat drug type thing. Yeah. Could also be something you'd give a prisoner or could be a healing thing. So right. Some
4: sort of pre panacea. I think given its location in the locker, it's probably intended for the troops to use.
1: Yeah. So then that would knock out that middle option. So probably either healing or a combat drug. My guess is a combat drug. Hmm. Just
5: straight cocaine. <laughs> oh, yeah.
2: <laughs> Mm-hmm. Like, cocaine would be bad for combat because, like, you know, three minutes in the fight, you're like, ah, man, I really wish I had it's more it's of that. space cocaine. Like, yeah, it's by pre-tech. now they've
5: gotten it yeah. right. Hey, it's pretext. You don't even turn about as fair
2: play.
0: All cocaine <laughs> is space cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. That's canon. Oh man. <laughs> there cool. is also in the room a glass case, or you know, Ooh. something similar to glass, with uh, writing on it. In Old Earthling uh, Unilanguage. All right. I don't know if you speak Old
6: Earthling Unilanguage. Es- I mean, uh, Esperanto. Yeah. I think that he, uh, I think he's got a pretty good grasp on it. Like yeah, I you guess said. You're,
0: you're from a pre ship, so I'm from you. a pre oh, yeah. ship. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, you know, exactly all your like, instruction manuals. Puzzle from that out. Yeah. All right. This is the, like, officer's equipment.
6: Ah. In one of the cases. So he, uh examines the case. I mean, does it look like you can just open it? Is there a lock? It appears that uh, you have to break it to open it. Alright. Well, hang on. Let's not do that just yet. I'm Um, not there, but you might want to check for alarms. The orb with the thumb groove. Mm -hmm. He holds it and he puts his thumb in the thumb groove. Does anything happen?
1: (laughs) A gas starts pouring out.
6: (laughs) Give me a, um...
0: Let's see. What skill do we want to use for activating an object? You don't know what it Fix, maybe? So Yeah, fix sounds good.
2: All right. Well, I'm pretty good at that. I think wisdom would be a good modifier,
4: sure. knowing whether or not this is a good idea. I think wisdom would lead you not to put your thumb in it. <laughs> oh. All right. So, let's see. That
6: is going to be a 10. Okay. You slide your thumb into the groove
0: and mm. uh, wiggle around a little bit, trying to find the sweet spot.
4: Erotic, um, yes. Yeah, I'm
0: letting, I'll let your mind wander for a that moment. Very good.
4: Is this build how up some saliva? Is this how Mackie got his groove back?
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh
3: no, no. And uh, well, so it's
0: it's group. you and Hopper and the janitor droids. Is that right? That is correct. Okay. There is a sudden blast of uh like a discharge of almost like electricity, but uh, you know futuristic space electricity. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I
1: think we've covered this. Stan. All yeah. electricity <laughs> is space
4: electricity. Yeah,
0: that's what I'm saying. It's like electricity. That's what I said. <laughs> And Mackie, you take four damage. No! (laughs) Yikes. Hopper, you take four damage. Okay. And, man, I think my dice is broke because the janitor bot took four damage. (laughs) Oh. And give me a physical save.
4: Nailed it. On the dot. Eleven. Okay. (laughs) Let's see. One, let me consult my character sheet here. Uh, nope. Nope. (laughs) Hopper and the janitor bots all
0: just fall over like... Just so much metal. (laughs) Oh. Just clunk over, dead in the water. Mackie, you kind of get knocked down to one knee Uh by this blast. It knocks the air out of your lungs. You're uh, stunned for
6: a minute, Mm -hmm. but you're able to shake it off. He runs over to Hopper and kind of like gets him by the the front of his like surgical smock and kind of like pulls him up into a sitting position. And even though it doesn't make any sense, kind of starts smacking his rubber (laughs) face. Hopper, Hopper, wake up. (laughs)
4: Well, hello there. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Maybe it got you through a period of complicated and tough emotional growth where you thought you were in some sort of uh, situation or understanding and not all parties were subject to the same level of understanding. You decided to dive into a futuristic escape and get away. Well, anyway, if you're feeling low down and Lacking in confidence in your abilities, may I suggest Hindenburg XL, Dirigible Genital Enhancement Pills. (laughs) They'll make you soar through the sky like a mighty vessel of pleasure. Before you explode. Explode in pleasure. (laughs) And everybody will look up at you in the sky like... Damn, that was the biggest, most potent explosion I've ever seen. Anyway, I'm doing fine. Uh, I got a regular thing going on with a hot, foxy AI. But uh, (laughs) if you're feeling low, you probably want some dick pills. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, thanks for listening to this episode of Astronomica Podcast. I hope it provided you a brief moment of respite in a cruel and heartless world. If you like, you can uh, donate some of your scarce and dwindling resources to us on our Patreon at www.patreon.com slash astronomicapodcast. You can also, if you feel like getting more of this for some reason, chat with us on our Discord at www.astronomicapodcast.com. There's a non-expiring invite. You can also uh, interact with the regular crew of uh, scallions, hoodlums, and hooligans. Uh, I'm being distracted by uh, a a call coming in, so I'm going to hang this one up. Hey, I didn't see you there.
6: Little bird told me you was wondering the difference between a dirigible, a zeppelin, and a blimp. Well, I'm here to tell you, it's alright to be confused. See, uh, the thing you gotta understand is that dirigible embraces both zeppelins and blimps. Any Lighter than aircraft can be steered is it a dirigible.
5: A bi if you will.
6: Absolutely. <laughs> I see you there, little shaver. Now, what you got to understand is a Zeppelin has a rigid structure, whereas a blimp is merely an aerodynamic balloon that can be deflated and put in a box. That's about all you need to know. Thanks for tuning in, and I'll see you on down the trail.